Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Today, I have Ashish Deshpande with us on Audio Gyan, an industrial designer from NID Ahmedabad. He started his design entrepreneurship in 1989, almost 29 years ago, by co-founding Elephant, one of India's pioneering design practices. Ashish leads the product and retail experience innovation group, but believes that design must not be narrowed into disciplines, and understanding user is the key component to any innovation activity. He has been speaker at various conventions, conferences, seminars, and regularly conducts workshops on product innovation process. Ashish is the president of Association of Designers of India since 2010 and a founding member of Pune Design Festival since 2007. So thank you Ashish for giving your time and it's a real honor to have you on Audio Gyan. So thank you Kedar, thank you for getting me on Audio Gyan. It's a pleasure to be here and happy to be speaking with you. Thank you, thank you. Uh so yeah, I mean uh, given your uh interviews on youtube uh, on different websites uh, i've just come up with few questions uh, based on uh, whatever i understood but the topic will revolve around design thinking uh, in india especially in the indian context so the first thing which i want to ask you is uh, what is design thinking in indian context i mean when we talk talk about tim brown uh, or design thinking process uh, all those are slightly geared towards the western school of thought so in india uh, when we have a lot of jugad happening so i believe everyone becomes a designer to a certain extent so what happens or what are your thoughts on overall design thinking in india it's a wonderful question uh, kedar first let's break the myth mm mm-hmm. design thinking is not new okay as humans we have this innate ability to do problem solving mm-hmm. the day the early man kind of put a stone to a stick and made an axe mm-hmm. it was an act of design thinking okay. and since that day and all throughout we have been kind of solving problems mm-hmm. so solving problem is like a second nature to us it's it's there within our dna mm-hmm. yeah so design thinking is deep inside everybody mm-hmm. there are people who kind of surface this term design thinking it kind of uh, probably explained design thinking in a scientific manner that's probably happened in recent times mm-hmm. but design thinking for us has existed you know all these years okay. so that's uh, one example and let me take a example since you mentioned the word jugad mm-hmm. jugad is probably a misused word and uh, it's a misused word for people trying to address their day to day issues correct let me give a example mm-hmm. of uh, mohammad uh, saidul uh, saidullah mm-hmm. from bihar mm-hmm. uh, probably you might have heard about him or i don't uh, remember they collect exactly but so yeah. so he uh, did a very interesting thing mm-hmm. each year a flood used to ravage his you know nearby areas mm-hmm. and uh, he used to find it difficult to go to work because there used to be water all around mm-hmm. so what does mohammad saidullah uh, do he decided to just attach tins to his cycle bicycle okay yeah so the bicycle started floating mm. and he pedaled his way all across you know mm. and kind of went to his day to day work because he had to make his living mm. now he solved his immediate problem correct and as humans we do it all the time mm. you we come across problems and we try and solve them mm. right that's a invention 
and in fact for this effort of uh, uh, mr saidullah he he was also uh, recognized by the national innovation foundation as a great invention oh acha right? acha so so design thinking is there within our fabric hmm. you might want to call it jugad hmm. you might want to call it something else you know and design if you say per se design the word design in the modern context hmm. it exists everywhere hmm. everything is designed Correct. we are speaking you know the mic in front of me is designed uh, somebody is designed the chair i am sitting on Correct. the handle the door is designed everything is designed yeah everything is designed the question is and the point here is is it good design Mm-hmm. I think that is what we should focus on. Mm-hmm. There are jugards, all kind of jugards, trying to which people do to to kind of address their day to day lives. Mm-hmm. But when you solve a problem in its entirety, make the solution enabled so that many people can use it, Correct. and it's a sensible uh, uh, a design, Approach, yeah, yeah. a sensible design, mm-hmm. then it becomes a good design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let me give you two examples. Since you mentioned in the Indian context, I'm going to particularly pick two examples. Yeah. uh one is a age old example of this uh, container which we normally call lota hmm. now you will say okay lota is a simple object right Correct. but have you ever wondered who designed the lota no right so so it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a very interesting fact because the lota has been there existing for centuries hmm. probably i saw my grandmother use it in the house it was passed down to my mother and probably from there it it's still there in my house and hmm. i use it even today hmm. so it's a container which has been designed across ages hmm. by people by artisans by so many people we may not have called them designers in those days but there were people who Monks were continuously yeah who were continuously evolving this product and it's a wonderful product it's a very simple product mm. it can hold water mm. it can hold milk it can hold oil it can hold grain it can measure water half a liter 1 liter and so on it can measure amount of grain yeah. you know yeah, uh, half a kg 1 kg and whatever so it can measure weight it can measure volume right oh. it's ergonomic it's very easy to hold it's got that wonderful lip uh, with that lip uh, it gets a wonderful form it's easy to hold probably uh, in hand or maybe on your waist correct you've seen women carrying it in probably rural areas correct. right so that's that's the that's the evolution of the design of the lota mm-hmm. right the fluid within the lota because of the specific shape uh, you know the uh, it kind of prevents it from splashing over correct. so it kind of controls the fluid dynamics mm-hmm. and when you pour this water or oil or milk from the lota it makes a wonderful sound correct isn't that great design yeah, yeah and that design is made locally mm-hmm. is produced by artisans around mm-hmm. and it's available even today after centuries now that's a great sensible piece of design mm-hmm. right and now let me give you the second example mm-hmm. again indian mm-hmm. not in context of some something from past centuries mm-hmm. right but something very very modern okay so in 2009 when we had the elections mm-hmm. general elections you know we consumed 8800 uh, 808 Uh, 8,800 tons of paper. Oh God! Okay, that's okay. a phenomenal amount of paper for all the ballot paper and yeah. other uh, you know stationery which is required for during elections. Hmm. And in 2014, when we held the elections, the general elections were held using the electronic voting machine for the first time across India. Hmm. Okay, see the phenomenal uh, work done by the electronic voting machine. Hmm. Okay, it's a phenomenal piece of design done by. the iit uh, industrial design center uh, pavai by the professors of uh, iit pavai industrial design center and um, it it completely solved several issues Correct. first of all 20000 ton uh, trees uh, were saved from getting axed and made into paper 
okay which is a phenomenal thing by itself correct then it made the life of normal people who were going to vote very easy because even an uneducated person knew exactly what to do correct. in the in the on the machine correct. the whole machine made the entire voting process compact what used to take volumes of space to kind of store the ballot boxes correct. was now reduced to a little tiny briefcase correct correct and it was easy to transport it uh, the election results came out in a few hours correct analyze uh, for and uh, yeah and analysis happened very quickly and uh, it even prevented bogus voting correct now isn't that a piece of great sensible design absolutely and look at both these designs one from the past and one from the present both have had tremendous impact on people mm-hmm. and not just one or 100 or 1000 people but millions of people mm-hmm. we are talking about some 900 million people who vote in this country today and see the amount of impact the electronic voting machine has had now that is good design mm-hmm. so the so the, the point is that design yeah is is about good design uh design thinking exists Correct. but how much of that is actually good design we have to see and we have to see that design works maximum uh for the society for the people as long as that is happening we have design thinking happening in this country correct correct that reminds me of uh, one interview which i did with pravin solanki sir and he gave a example of khat which is like another brilliant piece of design uh, because you can use it to uh, block certain sections create partitions sleep stack one over the other so you get more space in the round so yeah i mean there are like brilliant when a, when a design lends itself to multi purpose use mm. um it actually prolongs its life correct and it prolongs its purpose mm-hmm. okay and that is what we want mm-hmm. today we complain about uh, single use packs mm-hmm. uh, throw away economy mm-hmm. yeah, everybody is complaining about that the government just banned government of maharashtra just banned the use of plastic, plastic bags yeah. because it's single use and so on and it kind of litters the environment it's uh, it's bad for the soil and so on yeah. um it's uh, uh, non biodegradable non biodegradable adding to landfill issues um, probably affecting animals and bird life Correct. right so so there's several issues with that mm. and now when you run a design which kind of relives its life again mm. and again Uh, by being a cart as pravin said uh, becoming a partition becoming a wall becoming a, a, you know probably a, pl- a place to give you shade correct uh, you know so uh, you are prolonging that uh, uh, use of that device and when it lasts across days uh, years centuries mm. then you have maxed on the on the okay. on the on the resources available on this little planet yeah, yeah this this in precious fact, uh, in fact it's uh, the other way around also if it's really good design then the longevity of the product anyways is longer absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. i agree yeah. i agree yeah. with that uh, ashish i would like to um, since you mentioned about these two uh, objects and these two uh, uh, case studies kind of a thing i would like to understand where do we where do you think india stands in terms of uh, design standards across the board i mean you can pick any any vertical say healthcare or transportation or uh, lifestyle or any any of the product uh, any of the vertical and just set some uh, insights to our listeners saying that this is where india stands in terms of uh, uh, if you compare the global design market okay let me first clarify mm-hmm. um that design is actually a function of local needs okay yeah, it's a function of local economies and local produce mm. uh, we just talked about sensibility in design right mm. and how design addresses the local issues it's always about that mm. so 
in this context, if you are going to compare what happens across globally hmm. to what happens in India, hmm. it's like comparing coconuts to avocados or something like that. You know, we, we have never seen avocados. Mm-hmm. In fact, I hadn't seen it till recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know about coconuts, right? Mm-hmm. So that is very close to us. We mm-hmm. understand what we can do with a coconut. Correct. Uh, but probably we don't understand avocados. Mm-hmm. So comparing Indian design to what happens across in other parts and regions of the world mm. is, is is probably a i would say a, a you know a wrong comparison okay. our needs are different our requirements are completely different our associations are different our affordability of what we can um, probably buy or use mm. uh, is completely different no but uh, the the question is slightly geared towards understanding that there are certain uh, contextual or cultural needs uh, in other parts of the country and their designers I have addressed that in a certain way. India being a diverse country and obviously under the colonial rule, so gone through a different phase. Initially, it was different. Now, there are certain problems uh, in at a grassroots level or an urban lifestyle as well. So how are designers contributing to solve that problem uh, as opposed to how they are doing it in the West maybe? Right. So you look at our country of 1.3 billion people, right? Hmm. And our, as you rightly said, our problems and the context for the problem is completely different. Correct. And that is where probably I was trying to drive my earlier point. We have great needs hmm. today um, in sectors like energy. Uh, we have a shortfall of energy, healthcare. Hmm. Uh, People, normal people don't have access to healthcare, good healthcare, good, um, good diagnostics, good, uh, you know, uh, medicine uh, uh, to reach out to them. Uh, education is not able to reach across to every little child in this country. Correct. Uh, uh, higher education is a problem. Uh, nutrition is a problem. Hmm. And then we have a whole lot of traditional handicrafts and the big industry which is there okay. and which is kind of dying. Hmm. Dying because we don't know, they don't know what to do. In all these contexts, Know, design is going to be a very big help. Correct. Right. And mm. if if you look at that, our, our nature of problem is completely different compared to what mm. the West deals with. Mm. We are not a luxury economy, Correct. especially if you look at the Western world and evolved economies. Mm. Uh, I'm not talking about the evolving economies, mm. but the evolved ones. Uh, we are not a we are not a nation which uh, uh, you know uh, rests itself on producing grand cars, mm. yeah, or industrially produced furniture uh, or, or lifestyle luxury products. Mm. We are not into that. Probably we are borrowing some some part of our economy or some part of our segment of population does borrow from that, Correct. but majority does not. Mm. And majority of our population has those specific problems. Mm. I want to transport solution to go from, you know, Mumbai to, let us say, Satara. Mm. Do I have a great transport solution? Probably today it's not. Mm. And uh, and from Satara to a, to my village, probably the last mile connect is not there at all. Mm. So our country has a very different nature of problems which probably we need to solve. Mm. Hence, as designers, we probably need to address those problems and probably target those problems mm. uh, and designers in India have been working towards those problems mm-hmm. in in sense and hence the comparison of what let's say what's happening in India uh, to what's happening uh, in the global context probably uh, may, may, may not exist mm. however however we have an issue of mindset and that is something probably we, we kind of need to address um, since you talked about comparison, and I would say that at mindset level, probably uh, we need to build in this awareness of of design, mm. and try to uh, 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 try to get that mindset of using good 
services and good products mm. into our day to day to day life uh, uh, that needs to come, kind of come in into the into the general uh, use Correct. of not just people but also people who uh, who are governing these people mm. yeah and uh, people who are kind of servicing these people mm. so once that happens probably uh, we one day will be a, a design led nation right mm-hmm. now probably we are not design led yeah 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 i got the point which you are trying to say here by um like yeah i mean there are different needs altogether which have to be addressed yeah so maybe um, uh, uh, just to illustrate this point let me give an example hmm. uh, from my own work and hmm. i have been now designing um, uh, air coolers for a uh, for a company for the last almost 27 years wow um, <laughs> the company is well known it's called symphony um and uh, when we began designing for this company um people outside the country used to laugh at us see mm. people in india understood the need air coolers at a very very fractional amount of energy expense uh, using very little water are able to give you a cooling effect which mm. is better than the fan and mm. a country where you have hot summers like india uh, where the atmosphere is dry and hot uh, coolers play a very big role yeah. uh, but if you look at cooler coolers uh, in any other evolved nation um, uh, globally coolers were considered as a as a contraption mm-hmm. right now you figure out that over a period of time everybody has mm. understood that there is a there is a paucity of uh, energy there mm. is a paucity of natural resources and it's important to use de- devices which kind of conserve energy mm. yeah and coolers have become popular across the world so this one company which started manufacturing coolers for indian market uh, let's say uh, you know 25 27 years back today is supplying coolers to 70 odd countries along the uh, across the globe including the us of a mm-hmm. yeah so now you understand that in the global context you know our products are also going across because mm-hmm. some of the sensibilities which we have had which were very local have now understood that yes probably there are great uh, sensibilities to even adopt mm-hmm. to uh, you know the conditions which are existing elsewhere mm-hmm. and hence now this whole point which you began with uh, kind of comparing the the context Correct. of what happens in india design which is happening in india and design which is happening globally mm. you know th- there are some sensibilities which are also getting adopted the other way around not just you know we looking at the west and aping a few things yeah yeah i was slightly naive about while thinking of this question because i was comparing in my mind the aesthetics of the scandinavian furniture and things like that as opposed to india but now you brought a different perspective altogether to look at this situation as well so cool um so in from given your experience uh, which sector of industry do you think needs maximum support i mean obviously there are bunch of uh, industries which need support but predominantly uh, any particular sector which needs a lot of design help uh, and why do you think so now this is big and i would like to refer to a blog by called design for india by the late professor mp ranjan Okay. Uh, Professor Impiranjan used to teach uh, design uh, at several institutions, including at NID, for hmm. a long period of time, and he ran this blog. And with his students, he identified about two thirty sectors okay. where design can play a major role. Right. So it's not a. It's not. Uh, you know, when you when you talk about sectors where design can play a role, it's not a few sectors. We are talking about two hundred and thirty sectors identified clinically where design can play a role. However, uh, but there are. there are sectors which probably there are big gaps and they are being seen today especially healthcare healthcare mm. is a very big sector um, 
in general the uh, the health conditions in india for several reasons including uh, you know reaching medicine to the common man is, is very difficult and hence healthcare bears a lot of significance mm-hmm. so healthcare is one of the most primary sectors where i would say a lot of design inputs are going to take place and i, I and lately i've been seeing a lot of startups a lot of uh, 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 industry initiatives in producing devices and services which are geared towards handling the you know the the, the problems and the gaps which are seeing in the healthcare sector mm-hmm. so that that's one then we i talked about this energy and uh, you know the resources uh, sh- uh, shortfall mm-hmm. uh, especially power mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, devices which probably help consume less power which kind of help you uh, ride over shortfalls are going to take a lot of uh, you know um, uh, uh, importance in 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 the indian landscape so that's another area probably where one could devote to and third as i mentioned is uh, handicrafts mm. um, uh, handicrafts is an area where uh, uh, lots can be done mm. we have uh, uh, we have such a huge tradition uh, you know uh, for centuries we have had uh, uh, great crafts and that probably can spawn an entire series of uh, creative industry creative mm-hmm. manufacturing industry um, unfortunately right now there is a lot of effort being uh, uh, put together to just conserve the uh, the yeah. traditional crafts make them survive but yeah, but, yeah. but that is not what is required what is required today is design intervention in the craft sector Mm-hmm. now some excellent examples have happened in the past um, for example the jawaja experiment where they kind of uh, worked with the crafts people in rajasthan in the place called jawaja and helped them create new designs they used to make mochadis earlier mm. uh, uh, you know and camel belts mm. which were traditionally being used but who needs camel belts today and who wears mochadis right very few people do so they they uh, using design and good management principles uh, the local crafts people were taught not just to design but also how to run their business you know of mm. of marketing such well designed products so uh, a brand uh, almost whether whether name jawaja got created you know uh, with uh, uh, with the with the nature of the newly designed products and mm. it kind of opened out new avenues for them hmm. so this is just one example there's But, also something punarnava crafts i think from odisha right uh, so, one so of the, every every region has crafts yeah. and we have so many crafts if you go every 200 kilometers probably you will come across a new craft Uh, uh, there is uh, uh, professor mp ranjan's his own case study of uh, uh, the uh, you know the lacquer craft mm. uh, wooden toy craft uh, near uh, mysore uh, is is a great example of uh, uh, again uh, where design intervention can ma- make the craft come alive okay. right and what it opens out is 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 a new markets it opens out new doors and not just in india it opens out global uh, okay. markets for us yeah. and uh, what it does is it creates job creation Correct. Yeah, and and also, yeah, empowers the artisans. Empowers also. the artisan, creates job creation, uh, creates economy in that area. Starts trickling, you know, the money starts trickling in, and there is there is uh, growth and healthy, uh, you know, happiness which kind of returns to that part Correct. of the of the country. Now, these are the areas probably we need to focus on in mm-hmm. design. So, uh, just to dig deeper into the uh, uh, medical sector of which you mentioned about, uh, is there? like an inertia from the the management side uh, or the government institutes to improve it or is it the lack of good designers contributing to that sector it's let's look at the government initiative of make in india hmm. now shouldn't it be designed in india and then make in india right mm. so uh, so uh, probably uh, we need to look at i mean i'm i'm sure the make in india initiative is very good because eventually you know if you set up manufacturing units mm. you kind of also empower people with jobs and so on so it has many other benefits um maybe uh, you know import substitutes and so mm. on uh, however 
if you design you create a strong intellectual property on which you can get value mm. right mm-hmm. so now the moment you start getting value on your design the the growth in economy quadruples correct right correct. so i think that's something which probably uh, uh, we need to we need to seriously take mm-hmm. the government uh, you know began with uh, uh, starting this great initiative of make in india and then somehow they did add somewhere uh, a pre- prefix called designed also mm-hmm. but then there has to be much more than just you know maybe lip service uh, i would love to see great initiatives coming actually from mm-hmm. uh, from uh, you know uh, the government to help support design reach out to these underserved areas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now having said that let me also say that uh, in 2010 the national design policy was uh, uh, was uh, adopted mm-hmm. uh, okay. by the by the government by the dipp which is department of industrial policy and promotion uh, basically ministry of industries um, and uh, that has led to certain uh, certain amount of uh, impetus in, in using design mm. uh, in the design mark was established to look at well designed products Correct. so if your product is uh, well designed it gets a india design mark and hence probably it does better in the market than others mm. so uh, and uh, i think by today some 400 odd products have uh, probably uh, secured yeah. india design mark which is which is a great start mm. to begin with but but much more needs to be done much more today it's important that every uh, government organization every quasi government organization every corporation every corporator understands design and kind of uses design to give maximum benefits to people and the society mm-hmm. i think the day that happens probably you know got it Uh, you know all the sectors of design and uh, uh, probably uh, seeing that this becomes a design led nation and uh, design eventually will help you know create happiness uh, and prosperity with the people and the probably is, is what we should look forward to yeah i remember uh, uday atwankar's uh, interview where he said design uh, is there to improve life so maybe if it's a design led nation then automatically the lives of people will be improved in a certain way true and 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 probably we should talk about i think what uh, professor atwankar also meant is the focus on people mm-hmm. many times we come up with schemes and they are good schemes but they are not focused on people Correct. so eventually when you focus on people you you end up helping them right and design by the nature of what it is you know it kind of helps focusing uh, on people mm-hmm. and uh, and and when you have solutions tailor made to people then they are happy correct yeah, yeah. and and their life improves but then yeah there is a trade off because obviously they are not designed for to address all the people there are certain sections of society which for which the it is addressed and that's why it's not like a very robust solution and you saw the uh, example of the electronic voting machine it meant to be addressed by but, everybody yeah but or, or the you know the eventual example of a, of a lota or 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 the 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 cart which uh, uh, you know pravin solanki talked about Correct. so it is possible to come up with solutions which addresses masses mm. no it's mm-hmm. just that we have to take design little more seriously than than what we do today wow that's brilliantly put um so t- slightly changing tracks here and i wanted to understand uh since you mentioned uh, and the earlier question also which i had that are there uh, say in the medical sector are there there are people who are co- uh, contributing to improve lives through medical uh, uh in the medical section through design so similarly uh, do you think as in what are your thoughts on uh, agencies like say uh, elephant design or uh, other advertising agencies maybe for example or any media houses 
coming up with CSR kind of proje- projects because there lies the designers and good talent uh, in terms of design. So how can they bring in their expertise and give back to the society or improve certain sections which they are interested in? And uh, so what are your thoughts on that? Like, uh, is it a... So this is just a random uh, improvement which I thought of. I wanted to know your feedback as to... No, but I think it's a brilliant question because what this talks about and what your question is talking about is values. Hmm. And what are the values we as professionals and and, and anybody who is probably practicing design, uh, whether I'm doing it on my own, whether as part of Elephant Design or uh, if I'm part of any other design company or advertising agency or something like that, uh, what are the values we are are, are practicing? And one of the values which you um, uh, must practice is that you must always give back to the society. Mm -hmm. It's very important because what you take, Mm -hmm. you do take something and what do you give back? I think both are equally both are equally important. So at Elephant giving back giving back is form of a service itself but I think more to that has to happen right? Yeah. Because then the, like true because so, you're so, taking money for so whatever. So let's say so, for example at Elephant Design uh, CSR uh, has never been an act of a monetary contribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah or or you know just lip service of helping somebody. It has always been action. Hmm. So we have been doing pro bono work for several agencies. Hmm. Um, uh, there is a, a foundation called the Design Action Foundation, and uh, they have uh, uh, you know a local counterpart uh, which is called uh, uh, Deep Griha uh, 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 again Foundation, uh, which ran a nutrition project, okay. and we kind of pro bono helped them create the the, the platform and uh, you know uh, uh, design work which they needed to get this across to the people, okay. the nutrition across to people. Okay, yeah. uh, we have been working with uh, uh, Deasra, uh, which is a foundation from uh, Persistent uh, Systems, okay. uh, so Persi- Persistent System Foundation, uh, which empowers uh, people, uh, uh, young people, uh, to set up small businesses, oh. because the uh, the role of this foundation is to uh, uh, to help people uh, um, uh, develop their own entrepreneurial skills mm-hmm. and uh, they want to at the end of the year you know kind of create 10,000 entrepreneurs mm-hmm. you know, in small businesses but why not mm-hmm. right? who are who are creating jobs opportunities on their own and earning and mm-hmm. creating uh, wealth on their own so we have been helping again at, at a pro bono level mm-hmm. uh, uh, delivering uh, change foundation is another foundation which is looking at societal level and community level uh, interventions oh. for example water conservation mm. we have been working with them uh, again pro bono mm. so there are several such examples where we have kind of we have contributed uh, to existing programs mm. it's important to contribute to existing programs because if you start a program on your own it has its own challenges correct yeah? having said that having said that uh, we have uh, within uh, uh, at elephant we have started something which is called the platinum lab Okay. Now, what is a platinum lab? It looks at uh, aging uh, population issues. Hmm. So now that's a, a area which uh, we thought was uh, kind of not uh, addressed. Hmm. It was not on anybody's uh, the marketing, uh, you know, uh, the world uh, where they are doling out products and services is not focused on the aging population. They hmm. are the marginalized ones, right? Okay. And uh, there is no focus. Even the government, uh, there is very little focus uh, except for certain IT uh, related, you know, shops. There is nothing which is happening for the for the elderly population. So uh, we decided to focus on. Uh, the aging population and look at their issues. 
mm. and problems and you uh, and it was a revelation because it was a it was not a project which was kind of uh, uh, you know given to us by somebody but we ran this project we did deep research talking to several uh, sections of uh, society and aging population uh, people who are single people who are probably couples uh, and and looked at what affected them mm. what affected them at a functional level and what are their uh, you know top of the mind uh, apprehensions or mm. fears mm. right and based on that a number of solutions have come out wow. and we are developing those solutions now this is something an activity completely on our own correct right? and like this we have several other initiatives we started this whole uh, uh, program of teaching uh, uh, our own colleagues uh, at elephant of uh, how to how to uh, take care of wet garbage Mm-hmm. now you you have to begin somewhere right and you begin there and you you teach everybody how to take care of the wet garbage within the you know the premises and we end up with manure uh, which everybody uses at their home as well as in, in our office space right and it 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 also teaches them how to do it at their home mm-hmm. so uh, we have something like 65 people here and imagine 65 people today are trained in in understanding how to take care of their own wet garbage issues wow. so so it kind of and, and probably it has a multiplying effect as 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 we okay. kind of go on yeah. so several such initiatives are there and we love to uh, be around with these initiatives mm-hmm. yeah uh, we uh, we also have a little formula which says okay so many projects we will do which are probably uh, uh, you know commercial projects because we f- eventually have to run an organization correct but we will also uh, do so much of work which is probably pro bono Mm-hmm. and devote so much of time each one of us devote so much of time uh, which is probably pro bono correct correct that's no very noble of you and i hope the listeners get inspired to do something uh, in their respective uh, companies as well yeah, i think more than noble it is a value and correct. it's a value each one of us and probably all organizations kind of need to adopt correct, and correct. many many have adopted this yeah. uh, but many others need to adopt and imagine the world then yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean it's Design a very different nation. world yeah design yeah. red nation uh Ashish, I would like to conclude with uh, one last question, which is slight of slight cliche question, but uh, just to know your thoughts on that. Looking at your overall enthusiasm about design and uh, giving back to the society and everything we spoke about to, uh, till now, uh, what is the future of design uh, that looks like in India? So the future is always bright, <laughs> and uh, what. what kind of ticks me i would uh, like to know why bright also because yeah so <laughs> yeah. that's what i I'm, i'm getting to that mm-hmm. what ticks me is that uh, slowly mm-hmm. uh, i would say very slowly the mm-hmm. tortoise space but the Uh, the governance, which is actually important for us to kind of uh, dole out programs, and mm-hmm. I'm talking about. See, I'm not talking about uh, design affecting a few. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that that's something which will happen uh, even in the future. You know, a lot of things are going to happen in terms of business, in terms of technology, and many of those things will get rolled out. But I am talking about large scale impact. Mm-hmm. Large scale impact, especially in the case of India, which is going to affect our 1.3 billion. people hmm. okay and i feel that the government is slowly waking up to the to the this nuance of design hmm. i talked about the national design policy i talked about india design mark the uh, ministry of uh, micro uh, and small scale enterprises msmes hmm. uh, has doled out a, a design clinic program oh nice uh, hmm. which enables tiny industries micro industries to take help of design 
and mm. they they subsidize mm. the, the entire design effort right mm. up to uh, prototyping and manufacturing um, uh, which is a phenomenal effort yeah. and uh, they have been running this program for the last 4 or 5 years uh, probably in a little understated manner mm. uh, but it has it has shown great results mm. and and uh, small scale industries and uh, micro industries are coming forward mm. to use now look at this it's just a start look at this program 20 years from now and this will be a phenomenal powerhouse mm. okay and that is the power of design for us when design happens at that bottom of the pyramid level okay and i'm talking about that's where that's where the uh, phenomenal change is going to happen mm-hmm. yeah we will do those uh, uh, top uh, top of the mind uh, you know the the high tech uh, smart uh, device uh, you know uh, uh, design meets technology uh, products driverless cars uh, yeah driverless cars and all that will <laughs> keep happening right yeah, yeah. but what will happen at the bottom of the pyramid is going to drive mm. and and what makes me very happy that there is a little trickle mm. which has started and i'm sure it's going to become a flood yeah wow. it's it's a question of time it's a question of time how we probably as i used the word earlier mindsets how we change the mindsets within mm. our own uh, set of people surrounding us including the ones governing us and once that happens probably uh, this is a, this is a very different nation we are going to talk about wow wow that's very very optimistic and uh, i can see the brightness there uh, i think uh, this is a good note to end this uh, there is like there's been a lot of learning curve for me as well in this talk and uh, yeah it was wonderful talking to you thank you ashish for uh, giving your time thank you kedar happy to have been here yeah yeah okay that's it thank you and that's it from today's gyan session catch us on itunes savan stitcher or any podcasting app you use do rate us on itunes and follow us on twitter facebook and instagram stay tuned for more gyan on audiogyan.com Till then, bye!